This is Gutterball. The Lebowski Deepcast. Like, oh, it's a heist movie. No, it's a stoner movie. In each episode, Brad and Adam discuss a single minute of The Big Lebowski. They were teasing this movie in a way that made it seem like a heist. Providing insight. His dance is just excellent. So graceful. Commentary. They shot it all on a green screen. You can't do a pickup. And conjecture. He has found himself in a world turned upside down. And now, Gutterball. That's a little off there at the end. Yeah. It was good right up until the end. I'm kind of thrown off. I have these new headphones. Well, yeah, you've upgraded, haven't you? I've upgraded majorly giant over-the-ear headphones, not just like medium-sized over-the-ear headphones. And I have giant everything because I'm a giant. Size is all that matters. Yeah. And, really? Uh, but these are covering my ear. I didn't realize it till just now because I've been wearing... I just got them yesterday. Um, and this is the first time I've tried like talking with them on and it, the, just the way the sound is rattling in my own head, I'm not used to it. So I'm a little off. I'm a little thrown off. Well, isn't it more like intimate? Don't you, don't you want to be intimate with me a little bit? Um, I, uh, your voice, it's much more intimate right now, without a doubt. It's just my own voice that I'm kind of not used to it sounding this way. I I think it's probably because you're not used to being as intimate with your own voice as this. Could be. It could be. You know, because it's be it's it. like it's so enveloping and it those headphones cover everything and cancel out. They're not I don't think they're not noise canceling, but like no. they block, they're noise blocking. Right. And so it's like all you have to listen to is my nice voice noises. And then your own nice voice noises, but you're used to my voice noises being right in directly in your ear holes, but you're not used to your own voice noises being so like isolated. Yeah. Well, so I'll tell you about these, right? <laughs> it's a little weird this. little giggle there. You had a weird little giggle. Yeah, because it's just weird. <laughs> I'm not used to it. But So it's going to be a weird night, folks. But Do you mind if I eat my taco while you tell this no, story? No, go for it. Go okay. for it. All right. How, taco nothing, up, man. <laughs> nothing like eating during radio. I know. It's perfect. Launch the taco. <laughs> so, Leave it to Space Ghost to have a fucking taco. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, you know, there's Lebowski's and there's kind of a Lebowski quote for every occasion. But, and uh, Space Ghosties. Space Ghost is a close second. <laughs> it is. Really, that's all due to the versatility of the phrase launch the taco. <laughs> like, I can use that in so many different contexts. Launch and, the taco. And play me to the desk. So I put these headphones on yesterday. Hmm. On your head, I on hope. my head. I got them yesterday in the mail from Amazon. These are professional headphones, as it says in big letters um, on the on the uh, on the on the packaging. Professional. You, you know they're professional if they proclaim it loudly. Yes. No longer am I a fucking amateur. <laughs> I'm now a professional, <laughs> thanks to these headphones. But I put the so I put the headphones on, and first thing I you know I. I I it's all about my, the gear, Brad, and the special effects. Fuck the story. Exactly. You know? I sit in my easy chair. I put the headphones on my ears. I plug it into my iPhone, and I go searching for some music. Oh, boy. And um, the first thing I listen is you'd think I would actually remember now because... Don't it say was, it. 
It almost doesn't matter what I listen to. What I think it was actually the national. It was just kind of on my Spotify. Up to I was like, all right, let's try this. Okay, I had a horrible idea of what it was going to be, but thankfully it wasn't well, that. Well, I went, so <laughs> I put that on, turned the volume up, and I kind of like felt like I was sinking deeply into the chair, into some sort of void, and I closed my eyes, and I immediately lost all ability to just tell where I was or who I was. There was only this music with such amazing <laughs> perfect clarity in a way that i have never experienced before you better lose yourself in the music the moment you yeah. own it brad yeah it was a ama- it was a quite an experience and then i started just okay let's see what else. and i just started going through <laughs> oh. song after song you started experimenting a little bit yeah listen to all sorts of things like soft acoustic stuff you know <laughs> wait give me techno. an example of a soft yeah. acoustic well artist. i just mean like the national for example right that's I know, soft like- acoustic well, like a lot of their stuff is. Are you serious? I, w- I thought well, they were like, you know, like Blink One Eighty Two, but for the modern age. No, they're nothing like that. Really? Yeah. Have you I ever had listened no idea. to them? I don't think so. You'd I mean, like I, them. I thought that I had, but you would like not. them. You would like them. Okay. Are they more I, like a uh, thievery corporation type of deal? No, they're not like that. I don't know if they're like, I don't know what to say they're like, because I really don't like music a lot, except I think I've just recently discovered that I like music again. And this was actually before the headphones. That might be what actually, um, there's two things that made me actually get these headphones. One You know, you're full of shit, first of all, but please continue. (laughs) One was I needed these headphones to record this podcast because the older headphones that I used to use broke. And I've been borrowing my son's for like several months and he kind of wanted them back. So I was like, all right, you can have them back. I'm going to order myself a pair. Yeah, but I had the issue that with my daughter. was kind of on the agenda for a couple of weeks, right? I should do that. Yeah. And then, because uh, like last week when I had to go record, I was down here all set up and I was like, oh, wait, I don't have any freaking headphones. And I had to like go sneak into his room and steal his headphones. I have also done that. But uh, yeah, so... So I was like, oh, I need a pair. But then also this last weekend, I kind of discovered that I, I like music. It's the opening and the closing of the door that's the most treacherous part yeah, of that without operation. A, without you know? a doubt. Once you're in there, it's like you can maneuver around and be still for a while and just, you know, you can do things. But man, that opening and the closing, the opening especially, the light spills it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know what you mean. But anyway, big difference. Big difference. Yeah. So, okay, so here, this might be something to horrify you, since you thought I was going to be horrified by music. You know what song I actually might have enjoyed the most on these <sighs> headphones? And I and I would say I enjoyed it the most simply because maybe it was the most surprising to me. Blue Collar Man. No, I actually didn't listen to any sticks. I was close. What? I was close to firing some up, and I don't think I actually got to it. Holy shit. Um, I was also listening to this at ear bleeding levels and at some point i kind of felt like it might have been actually i just started to feel so out of sorts that i kind of gave it a little break before i got to the sticks oh um hmm. do you actually want me to guess i mean uh Nicki minaj no actually Um, her music i didn't feel the biggest connection to through that however tricky no no that would be yeah, tricky. I don't know. I haven't listened to him in fifteen <laughs> years, at least. <laughs> um, 
shit. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, they might be giants, for God's sakes. No. Okay, I I'm no going to tell you. I wasn't really planning. The guess was, was three. kind of fun for right. a while, but... Right, it's done now. Uh, Miley Cyrus. Okay, okay. Her song, Wrecking Ball, was really... Um, you came in like a wrecking ball. Oh, like, song there was kicks so ass. The I'm whole, sorry, like, that song kicks ass. Yeah, the song does kick ass. And like in these headphones, like you could... Well, several things. Like the fidelity with which it was recorded was somewhat astounding. Mm. Or maybe it's just <laughs> the way they produce it. Because like, like you could hear like her voice in certain parts. Like, you could hear her like swallowing. You could hear like saliva in her mouth at times while she was you know, singing like it was yeah that. you know that's that's select it, like first of all it's kick-ass microphones and like adherence to like strict like there's a guy there riding riding the pipes and then like selective compression too so like you compress the shit out of the drums maybe not the shit out of it but like compress the drums down so the vocals just pop out yeah, because I, I was doing sort of like a pop mastering to our podcast for a while, but it was almost like two in your face. I think that's what you were picking up on. I was like doing that method mm -hmm. and I think it was too much. It works for Miley Cyrus because it's supposed to be like, you know, you have a little moment of quiet and then emotional. it's supposed to be and then like, bam, yeah, just like, bah. yeah. But even like the instrumentation, like the synthesizer, the synthy electronic sounds like had so much more to them, like so much texture that I never perceived. Yeah. Yeah. Now imagine like, if you had like listening to that song in the headphones, I was like, Holy crap. That was, that it was amazing. Now imagine if you didn't listen to an MP3, like if you listen to a right. high quality, that's <laughs> the thing that I need to. Yeah. I, I, I had a bunch of lossless, uh, files, uh, on my computer, but you know, switching iPhones all the time, like pretty much since iCloud came out, I've stopped syncing my, uh, my lossless my audio or video lossless audio. Well, uh, in essence, yeah. they're, they're, in essence, they're CDs that I ripped losslessly to iTunes. Well, right. But think about it as like a pipeline and there's bottlenecks and then there's wide areas like, like putting it onto the CD, that's the bottleneck. So it doesn't right. matter if you take it and make it lossless after it's already on a CD. Well, I don't know. Like, I think it's a bit. I think there's a pretty high difference there. I don't think so. Not if you go to like if you just rip it off of there as a wave or an AIFF at like. I mean, you could do 192, but even that, like. You could do 128. You wouldn't notice a difference unless you had like the ears of a god. You well, wouldn't. What's, you so wouldn't what's notice. the difference between running on an MP3 that's at 192 then? An MP3 is a lossless form, or sorry, a lossy, lossy format. format yeah. It's a lossy format, and Wave is a loss, not lossless, but well, it depends. If you're going same bit rate and same um, bit depth and same well, lossless, I mean, the lossy and lossless just refers to a compression. And the wave is much less compressed, if at all. I think it's a bit for bit, but which well, is different than lossless. Bit. Like, you don't, you got to be careful with those, this terminology. It doesn't necessarily mean what you think it means. No, I think, 
Well, I don't know. Are we going to have this argument? Now? Uh, I don't think we should. But I mean, I think we I are. know what lossy and lossless means in this context. And I think. But, and where does wave fall in that? Well, I guess I don't know the answer. Okay. Well, there you go then. refers to, again, a compression scheme for digital information and whether right. or not the information is like, so like, J, like right. an image, right? JPEG. Right. Sure. Would be lossy. It doesn't mean that. The JPEG didn't lose information from the actual image like that existed, those light rays and those photons. Like, yes, at some point it's captured, right? And but the lossy and lossless has nothing to, to do with that. It's just if I'm gonna take a, a a TIFF image that's a bunch of pixels of certain colors that maybe are defined, let's say, by uh, I don't know, 32 bits of color or something like that, then you can take that and but represent that in for like a zip file, for example, just the same way you could take a bunch of Word docs and zip them together into a zip file. And it's smaller. Well, the it's, same way that Pied Piper went and like compressed that and they got their, exactly. you know, uh, Mein Kampf test back. Right. There was like score. a 72. I can't you know, wait for amazing. that to come back, man. You know, their Voigt Kampf was off the charts. They thought it was a mistake at first. I mean, I get what you're saying, Brad, but like, I guess this is my point. You're saying a CD isn't high enough quality is one of the things you're saying. That is one of the things I'm saying, but I'm also saying that a CD is more than enough quality. Right. You know, you're saying both things. I'm saying both those things. Well, my Spotify, that's because listening to this. So wait, wait. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Finish your Spotify. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I believe and I can verify here, but there's a setting in Spotify for actually how, what, what level you want the music to come down as. And I have it set for the highest setting. I had no idea. Yeah. Under playback. (laughs) No, maybe it's not there. And here it is. Music quality. I have it set to extreme, which <laughs> extreme. is which is the equivalent of 320 kilobits per second. There's no reason for that. Are there two X's in the word extreme? <laughs> there all? isn't. There's only one. Oh, they should be well, asking if they had extreme and then extreme and with two, two X's. 2X extreme. Yeah. And maybe E2, the number two, X, and then right. treme. Yeah. Might be good. Yeah. The, the, the stream quality is set to normal, high, or extreme. <laughs> Normal is equivalent to 96 kilobits per second, high to 160 kilobits per second, and extreme to 320 kilobits per second. So if I really wanted to fly in the face of um, IT's rules and regulations about, you know, not being too extreme with our streaming, i just choose extreme. Yeah. So 320 kilobits, that's pretty good. I'm not going to feel like, as you're saying, right, it's... Unless you have the the ears of a sweet angel, you're not going to maybe tell, you're not going to really tell the difference. Well, and you won't, but here, I'm going to play devil's advocate against myself. So uh, when we first started this podcast, maybe not when we first started it, but a couple episodes in, I started recording to, you know what? No, when we actually, I am correcting myself for the first, mm, I don't know, 20 episodes. I was recording to wave format, uh, 16-bit, and then I switched after a while, because you were just using your Skype recordings, mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, well, that's bullshit. Why am I using up all the space on my memory cards? And I switched to MP3. But I would record at 192 kilobits. Didn't notice a difference. Right. Yeah. Now I went down to 128. Well, and especially just for a spoken word like this, it's probably not as, as critical. There's not that much, for lack of a better term, dynamic range. That's just what I'll call it. Because the human voice can't get too high and can't get too low. Um, and I haven't really noticed a difference. But what I will say is when, do you remember, I don't know if you remember this guy, but this was very early on, um, Simon Tarr. Do you remember him? Oh, of course. He's a filmmaker. Yeah. He's a maker of films. He's a right? maker not, of films. Not He's movies. He's a member of the National Film Preservation Board. Films. He chooses we started what, our, uh, what gets we saved. The campaign to get Lebowski in the National Film Registry, which happened, which, which has actually been successful. Thank you, Simon. He's when he's so we do double enders. In other words, we have to sync these up. Sometimes you'll hear a beep, which I forget to edit out, or sometimes I leave it there. I'm just, I'm just crazy like that. Sometimes I'll leave it in, yeah. just to fuck with the AI. It's a great way. To launch a podcast. Well, and it's also a like it's a it's a beep. <laughs> it's that, a little that look the eardrums of all listeners behind the veil. You know, everybody yeah. wants to get a sneak peek under the skirt of right. gutter balls. You a know, peek and see the, the kimono as they say the hairy bush. See the hairy bush. Uh, pet the hairy bush even. But when Simon sent me his audio file, and I had to sync them all up. He recorded a wave file, and where, you know, if we recorded a one to two hour and ten minute episode, our file would be <laughs> anywhere from, because that was our first two hour episode when Simon was on, if I recall correctly. Uh, yeah. But the files will be anywhere from 78 megabytes to, mm, you know, 160 megabytes. Somewhere in there. When Simon sent me his file, and this was him like grandstanding on us a little bit, you know, he was he was kind of swinging his his uh, oral oral as in a u r a l oral dick around a little bit. He sent me a wave file that was one point three gigs. It's like okay, I see that we're fucking amateurs, and you take this shit right. seriously, right? Damn it! But, but I'm not gonna matter? take a. Ah, but it didn't really matter. Like, but we, especially and the only reason we're I, only at the end going to compress it down to the like bit rate of a Skype call anyway to okay. put it out there. Correct, and I agree with you in in principle. But I will say two things to that. Number one, during the show, he sounded amazing, and that doesn't no. have anything to do with how he was recording it. But then. Once we released it, he still sounded amazing, even though his voice had also been condensed down to like 64, 128, whatever. But I think that had to do with his microphone. His mic game was strong. He was right up in there. He had a Zoom record. Nothing better, man. But he Maybe better than yours, because you were using your fucking, you know, earbuds. But nothing better than mine. But he was probably right up in there, and he has, like, a nice technique, probably. Yeah, his mic technique. That's what I still struggle with, getting too close to the mic. I'm either too close or I'm too far. 
Well, it's, you know, it's a talent. I think like, he's got it. I get close, it. but then you hear all my, like, again, all my saliva sounds, which is cool for Miley Cyrus. Like, I dig her saliva, but, like... You can imagine a lot of things. Dig mine, so... Now that she's older, you can imagine a lot of things with her saliva, probably. You know? Like, uh... Like, it's um, dissolving a burrito from Chipotle. Exactly. Like, imagine... Like the fly, right? Like you could have that burrito yeah. from Chipotle and then she can just blow it and like de- pre-digest it on the plate and suck it up. Or like if some, you know, hooligans came up and were threatening us, she could vomit her saliva onto their ankle and cut their leg off, you know? Or if they were pointing a shotgun, just vomit on their arm and then that would dissolve that. I bet she has that superpower. I wouldn't doubt it because a lot, like some of her stage presence is a giant tongue. And she slides That's true. down. It. That's true. Interesting. Her and she Jeff was a Goldblum. fly with a giant tongue. And that Before was a giant their... tongue with a fly. Is there really any difference? I don't nah, know. I kind of fucked that up. Yeah, I was with you though. I <laughs> I I still liked it. I still liked it. You know, we're trying here. You know, we're, we're a bunch of fucking amateurs. It's freaking late, <laughs> This man. is the best. We, uh, we started, what, an hour and a half late or something? Something it's like awful. that. It's awful. It's terrible. I mean, the last time we recorded, it was the middle of the day. We were on our game. Yeah. Now we have, was, like, geez, I don't know what. What? What, what are we going to say? Well, it's just late. I have, like, the super, uh, you know, corporate stoogery to deal with. Well, so do I, man. Oh, you're in charge of things, though. Well, I don't mean... I just mean... I would say... uh, I don't know if I want to get into this. In general, right? I would say I am actually avoid the stoogery pretty well. But tomorrow is a day where it's unavoidable. Yeah, no, I know those days. I know those days. But, like, yeah, and I think the... uh, Yeah, it's just stuff. Just things. Yeah, no, 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 I get it, I get it. So maybe we should start talking about Lebowski because it is late and you have like a mountain of stuff here to talk about. I do, but I'm, here's the thing. I was trying to stall. So I wish you had one more story so I could finish what I'm working on and See, <laughs> upload it to the document because I, one thing, I just want this one thing. Well, that's going to be tough because I was sitting here waiting for the call to initiate and I was like, shit. I don't have any stories. I I forgot to like what I knew earlier today. I was like, oh yeah, that's what I want to talk about. That was that. Would you be didn't great write for the it podcast. down. And I'm like, shit. What the what the hell was it? Oh crap. I have nothing. Like, well, a good thing Adam wrote a bunch of stuff. I'll I'll just turn it over to him. He can talk about all this stuff. I don't even understand two thirds of it. It's just like, what is he even talking about? I don't know. I'm interested Listen. in finding out. I got. Then I remembered the last minute. Oh yeah, these headphones. Listen, I got shit tons to say. Like such a nice, uh, you know, natural segue into like, oh, I can't hear myself. Oh, but let me tell you how these headphones. And that kind of just did happen, kind of naturally. But I was like, yeah, the headphones. This headphone music listening. That is a good story for the podcast. But that's all I had. It took me so much effort, like all day. What the hell can I talk about on the podcast? And that's what I came up with. And now I'm tapped the F out. See, I was waiting for you to finish that amazing story so I could tell you, you have another story. Wait, I should have been working on my shit while you were, I was just waiting to talk. I was, I was stretching it as far oh, as Oh, you were man. stretching it and I just was waiting for you to finish. Damn it. 
So now you got to come up with another one? Fuck. No, seriously, I do have something. And this has been plaguing me. So you have something that you need to do? Or so you do have something ready? No, I'm, I don't have anything ready. And I don't, well, I do have something to do. But I have something I need you to tell me about. Okay. The fucking lima bean. What the fuck is the lima oh, bean yeah, about? Yeah, the lima beans. From August 1991. It what, what is that? From uh, August 1991. It said lima beans. Eight, it was a glass jar with a masking tape label and said lima beans 8 slash 91. Where did you find it? I found that at uh, the Penn State campus. In, did you purchase it? I did not purchase it. It was not available to purchase, but it was in a science education classroom. Were you breaking into Penn State University buildings again? I was not. You shouldn't I'm, do that. I'm Nobody a should legit do that. Penn Stater. I was there. Okay, I was good. actually teaching a class in that room. I've heard that people do that, and that's terrible. Nobody terrible. should do that. But I, uh, yeah, so it, this is a room that's like for, um, so it's kind of like a high school science lab, but it's there because it's for people that are taking, um, that are, that are, um, studying at Penn State to become science educators. Okay. In K-12. So, so in essence, it's like a science lab, but it's not a science lab, science lab in the sense like it's the science department. This is actually the education department, and they're in there doing science education type stuff. Um, and so it has like, you know, lab tables, and there's like little, uh, you know, closets and cupboards all full of lab equipment. and I found in one of them that jar that said lima beans 8 slash 91. That's all I can really say about it. However, it was so noteworthy, I took a picture of it. You almost said nutworthy, and I was hoping you were going to say nutworthy. Nutworthy, yeah. What did I, uh, I so, um, and I'm just continuing to stall, but, you know, I sent you something. I sent those lima beans. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I showed you my professional headphones. And so I had to go into my camera all like, hey, check out what I just got, my latest edition. And then since right next to that was this lima bean photo, because I'd just gotten home from campus. And the last thing I did there was take the lima bean. So I thought, hey, Adam might enjoy <laughs> these lima, this lima bean jar. So you were like. Fortunately, there's nothing in it. <laughs> you were like, I'm you know, sending a picture of my headphones. It's 91. Does it mean there's eight out of 91 <laughs> lima beans or. These are the here? eight best out of nine, like painters number their paintings sometimes. Right. But maybe the uh, other 82 were no good. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Wait, was I supposed to be doing my shit again? Yeah, was that you? You were. you were stalling again, weren't you? I was stalling as well. God damn it. And I didn't do it. Here, uh, late. I'll do it now. All right, I'll It'll just be start fine. using the stuff that you have have listed here that I don't even understand. <laughs> no, I am doing it. I'm just fucking it up. I don't know what to tell you. I'm fucking it up. Are you preparing like a piece of audio? No, it's a it's a visual aid. It's a visual aid. A, a visual aid. aid that no one listening to this will ever see, but it will be a visual right. aid it's for a, me. It's a visual aid for an audio program, but you'll see it. I'll see it at least. It'll help us talk. We can talk and describe... The visual aid, like we do <laughs> so often in this podcast, we'll go on and on about the intricacies, the smallest minute details of what we're seeing, yet no one at home can actually see it. It's so frustrating. 
Well, that's why I'm doing it. I they figured the headphones off in anguish. <laughs> While they're they bicycling, throw their iPod or iPhone to the ground through Williamsburg, and they throw it, and it hits John Malkovich on the head, and he says, "Why is this still happening to me?" And it's our fault for that, Brad. No, I feel like it should be happening, and I've done the thing, and I'm just trying to put it in the document so you can see it. But like, far be it for me to actually—is it the next thing we're going to talk about? No. No. Well, well, why don't we start? Oh, you know what we could do? You know what we should do? Let's just play the minute then, right? Let's play the minute. And then we can get into all this this long list you have here. That's a great idea. Let's do that. Do it. From his garden party. That you were drunk and abusive. Mr. Treehorn treats objects like women, man. Mr. Treehorn draws a lot of water in this town. You don't draw shit, Lebowski. Now, we got a nice, quiet little beach community here, and I aim to keep it nice and quiet. So let me make something play. I don't like you sucking around bothering our citizens, Lebowski. I don't like your jerk-off name. I don't like your jerk-off face. I don't like your jerk-off behavior. And I don't like you, jerk-off. Do I make myself clear? I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. Ow! Fucking fascist! Stay out of Malibu, Lebowski! Stay out of Malibu, deadbeat! Keep your... Okay, that was a minute of the big Lebowski. Um, yeah. It was. What did we see there? I have no idea. You know why? Because I did so much revisiting in this minute... I actually don't have any clue where it starts. I know where it ends, but I don't know where it starts. It starts um, somewhere in there. <laughs> that's that's great, man. You Right after he says... Uh, You're locking Kubi. it down. Thank you for being right the anchor. Right after he says, uh, yeah, Kubi. That's like, there's like Kubi. a second or two, and then that's the end. So, <sighs> I got some revisits. Now that we're... Th- half an hour in i've got some revisits from last time that is it's unbelievable that we missed some of the shit Mm -hmm. this was halfway through last episode (laughs) the dude gets shoved down into the desk of the chief of police in malibu yes goes slamming down and one of the deputies or whatever the fuck they are he throws down the dude's wallet and the chief takes the wallet and the first thing he throws out did you ever notice what it was i don't think i did marijuana cigarette rolling papers a package of them now i only know this because i used to buy these papers and i would roll tobacco like pipe tobacco in them because i thought that was cool me and joss whedon used to do that all the time pipe tobacco yeah like captain black white Captain Black Blue, is Captain that like Black Gold. That like people do, or is that just something I don't know? I don't know enough about tobacco. I think it may have just. I'm not sure. Just the I, thing you kind of invented that that the true like tobaccoists are like affronted I'm sure, by. I'm sure true tobacconists. Tobacconists. I think it's tobacconists. I'm sure they're affronted by that. But you know, you don't always want to have. Sometimes you want to feel cool, like you're smoking a cigarette. You know, you don't always 
want to be walking around like a grandfather with your like little curvy Sherlock Holmes pipe. Right. That's, That's not true. always cool. You That's sometimes true. you want to like roll up a cigarette and be like, "No, I'm cool. I'm hip." Taka taka taka. I'm smoking a cigarette. But you you know roll up the cat and black white in there. Zigzag, zigzag, Brad. Zigzag, zigzag. It's... Crisscross. Zigzag. Yes, <laughs> See? zigzag. See. So there's rolling papers, a pack of rolling papers. And I think there was one that was loose. Like maybe he was getting ready to roll another one and shoved it back in there. Oh, you know what? No, that was probably the um, cartoon drawing of the elongated, uh, over-magnified penis. Right. The Jackie Treehorn did. But anyway, the other package was a pack of rolling papers, which you can see at 8433. Rolling papers, check. My papers, my papers, the papers, my rolling papers. Gonna go get the papers, my papers. 8439, written on the chief's desk planner. I think that's what you call that, is a desk. Yeah, that desk sounds about right. Plan, desk sounds, calendar, that desk sounds planner. About right, desk yeah. planner, yeah. LAX, flight 201. But then it's crossed out and it's got like a 315 and then it's all just kind of crossed out. So, the flight that is called 201 that travels from and to LAX is a flight that travels between Los Angeles and Seoul, Korea. It mm. takes a northern route and it goes through the Aleutian Islands and then comes back down south. I don't it must stop in like Juneau or some shit. And then it comes back down south, flies over Japan and lands in Seoul. Okay. This is not a relevant piece of information, except, Brad. Okay, except. I'm waiting for it. I'm ready. The only instance. Let me, let me back up. The Incheon Women's Artists Biennale happens in Incheon, South Korea, which is where this flight lands. Not okay. in Incheon, but very close. Right. So there's a connection between Los Angeles and Incheon. They both have basically biennial art fests. So well, maybe did we established that the Biennale they were talking about was a Los Angeles Biennale. No, but you would. They could uh, have been talking about the Incheon Biennale. Well, there apparently there's a lifeline, there's a little blood vessel that goes between Korea and Los Angeles, yeah. both of which feature Biennales. And there is the Los Angeles Biennale. We did confirm that, didn't we? Oh, geez, you're asking me to. This is a long time ago. Yeah, I to want a, but to a supplemental we, detail like we, that. Talked about it. I don't know. I think there was. I'll one say there. sure. There's a sure we did. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Sure, there is. Or biennial, whatever. My point is like this dude. He's the chief of police in Malibu. He's got his quiet little beach community, which basically translates into bunch of rich white people who probably like go traipsing about the globe. And like his job, he doesn't really have a hard job. His job is just to keep riffraff like the dude out of there. Like, this is the worst thing that's happened to him in probably two months. You know, what, a celebrity dies up on a hillside in Malibu? Well, whatever, you know? Happens all the time. 
riffraff like the dude get in there and start causing trouble? That's a real problem. That's anomaly. No good. So when I was listening to my music <laughs> in my headphones yesterday, <laughs> aside from Miley Cyrus, this will connect. Oh, Lord. What about Party in the USA? That's pretty kick-ass, too. I wanted to hear that. I didn't get to it. I did uh, listen to... Put um, your hands up. Play my song. I did listen to um, We Can't Stop. Is that what it's called? I know the song. It was the fir- her we first song. We can Bangers. Believe in. In fact, I have my Journey CD right here. I'm going to import it. I'm looking at it. We I'll take a picture um, of it. But but the second the song that the number two Hold song to that really feeling. blew me away was by a South Korean group called okay. Two Any One, and the song was I Am the Best, which has been one of my top songs for several years now. And you may know the song because it is now featured heavily by Microsoft in commercials for the Surface, which kind of can you you sing? It's one of these things where it's like, hey, that was my song, and now it's like a song from a commercial, and it's just not cool anymore. Can you sing a couple bars for me, Brad? No. Why not? I just can't. I, I I'm not a singer. You are. You are a singer. I don't have very much musics. You have the mu- who will play the music? Oh, you Brad? know what I could do? I could do my mouth trumpet, though. Yes, you could. That's a thing you can do. You ready for this? I'm ready, man. I might have to back up a little bit from the microphone. All right, yeah, you don't want to. I don't want to blow it out. Well, you might freak it out. I'll definitely freak it out. I'm gonna freak all you use <laughs> out now. You ready? Oh, I all right. So here it is. Ready. I am the best <laughs> by two anyone. Play it on the, I am the best mouth trumpet. By the best. It's hard to get warmed up. Well, All right, you just, I'm going to have to warm up by doing a little bit of Twin Peaks. Or do some air or some shit. Because actually... Oh, see, it's no good, man. I'm on the No, spot. it's good. It's good. All right. So two any one. That was a little Twin Peaks action, but I fucked it up a little bit. Some of the notes weren't quite right, but two any one. You ready? We're all waiting. All right. Nah, I can't do it. Fuck it. All right, here it is. What are you doing? Come on. <laughs> I've never tried it. It's kind of a, it's kind of a bit of a dynamic song. I'm not sure. Let's see. I gotta blow it out a little bit. <laughs> all right, hold on. Oh fuck. It's really bad, man. Now you got it. No, I can't do it. I can't get that you one note. You just had it. I just heard it. That was more like a squeak. That's not it. I'm just practicing. I got to warm up here. All right, here it is. Do some air, you know? Can't do it. You mean air? The band air? Air French band. I, I can't even you, remember you, what any you of their had songs those. Go, you had those. sound like. You know, sexy boy. <laughs> That's not it. Close enough. <laughs> Is that the Jeffersons? No, it's um, Sanford and Son. Sanford and Son. What about the Jeffersons? That's a lively tune you've heard recently that yeah, was I played heard on that the recently. How does that go? Um. <laughs> I'm just kind of singing. 
That's not right. But anyway. No, it is right. Why are you why do you keep saying it's not right? It's right. It's well, right. You know what? I'm fucked up by having this goddamn headphones on. No, that's it's right. I just realized that's what's fucking me oh, up. Oh, you have I'm no so monitor. My game, I'm embarrassed. Well, no. What are you talking? It's right. You're doing it. It's correct. Yeah, no, I think you are right. I just can't tell. And that's that's what's in essence fucking me up. Anyway. Well, don't you anyway, me? Come on. Let's hear this shit. Well, so what are we supposed to hear now? Uh, The Korean band? Miley Cyrus? Miley Cyrus? (laughs) Did that work? Did that work for you? (laughs) I can't believe you did it! Dude, you got you gotta give me a little too much time on my hands. Wait, hold on. <laughs> that just somehow morphed into Sanford and Son spontaneously. I know, well it's close. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't oh, I can't quite well, do just, that. just just skip ahead to the chorus. <laughs> JY, knock it off. <laughs> All right. It's a little improv improvisational ending. How did we get started about this? Oh yeah, to anyone. So that that song fucking God. blew my brains out on the headphones. Oh fuck. And they're from Korea. Your fake horns just blew me up. Well, and I wanted you to sing a little bit, because I don't actually know the song. I mean, it's in Korean. I can't quite... Well, translate it. No good? No good. Can't quite do it. Although I do, this song is a real... Like, it's one of these things that I've been, like, hooked on. Like, I constantly go back to it. Like, my kids know the words to it. They can sing the whole thing in Korean. Not that we have any idea what we're actually saying, but... Wait, before we get too far away from your improvisational <laughs> ending to Too Much Time on My yes, Hands yes, featuring yes. your mouth horns, yes, let's yes. take this moment to pimp our shit. Please give us a rating on iTunes, yes. won't you? Say you <laughs> if you want to hear more, <laughs> if you want to hear more what? shit like this. <laughs> Once we're done with Lebowski, we're going full on mouth Full horn. mouth horn. You know, I don't think I can even wait that long. No, let's just kill this let's go mouth horns a new podcast all mouth horn (laughs) adam you'll do the talking you'll do the introduction sure and then you go full mouth horn (laughs) never go full mouth horn brad (laughs) (laughs) shit oh my god tumblr you see what happens lebowski tumblr.com that's the only place that people actually do anything Unfortunately, websites yeah, but they better don't balls. Actually listen to us. No, but they, they reblog they interact it with our social media. They don't really. That's they appreciate the, the screenshots and the little quotes we put up and things yes, like that. That's it's the lowest form of interaction, I would say. Um, Guttercast on Facebook, 
and uh, Guttercast on YouTube and Twitter. Okay. Yep, gutterballs.tv is our We haven't done that in like 50 episodes. You can send us a note. Oh, shit. Brad, you know what? You you get embarrassed really easily, and I will admit that I was laughing pretty hard just because I knew how uncomfortable you were, but your (laughs) mouth horn is pretty good. It, it it I'll say it is it's pretty, pretty good. good. I've done some good work with the mouth horn from you time have. to time. It's I not can t- always great. I can tell you haven't been practicing. And this was kind of mediocre. I don't know what it is. I it's, I guess maybe being put on the spot here. No, you just no, haven't been practicing. This is going to be my one like mouth horn record to survive me, which is why I guess I need to start the mouth horn podcast. But yeah, you uh, got to practice more. It's just pra- when you're going around riding your bike or looking at the weird right. pipe outside your office, you just got to use your mouth horn more. Maybe in meetings. You know, what do you think yep. about that, Brad? <laughs> That's a game show, right? Yeah, it's Price is Right. Price is Right. That's My, like if you if you like guess wrong, right? It's like what's behind the box or whatever, and it goes. Oh, and it's kind of a downer. So my dad's best friend growing up was the producer of that show. His dad was the producer, and then his son was the producer, and the son was my dad's best friend growing it's a family up. Family racket. Yeah, we went out and met him and had. Uh, Mexican food near the border of, uh, well, Mexico. So your 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 dad was from L.A. or no, like no, they moved out there. I guess his friend's dad lived out there, and then eventually, maybe there was some sort of separation issue. Oh, I see. And then his friend moved out to live with his dad eventually, and kind of got into the family biz. Fam biz, as they say. Fam biz, fabby, fub. Well, so do we have anything else? Well, I think that'll pretty much do it. Um, There's only 18 other pages of notes you have here. Jesus, so much. I don't know what I was thinking, talking about, and and yet the only thing I've written down in the description for this episode is we go full mouth horn. Well, now that's all you need, really. Yeah, probably. The descriptions scare people off, I feel. Probably. Any potential listener we might have, probably seven out of ten of them are just scared off by the descriptions. They're just right. like, oh, this is like not even real. This is like some spam bot making shit up. Yeah. Well, we can change it. There's no rules, man. But no here, rules. we can't be done, though. We have a no, couple of orders of business. A, there's a lot more here. And there's we got some, some interesting stuff. All right, so here, let me start with this. It's another revisit. I'm sorry. I know we're 48 minutes in or whatever, but um, I'm going to say Jeff's convincing drunken body convulsings. Yes. When he puts his head down and he's kind of like convulsing around. I've been there. I have been so fucked up that like I can't even like my body doesn't even feel like I belong in it. My consciousness does not belong in my physical meat space, and it's just like, it's not comfortable. Right. He kind of lays his head down and just starts kind of wiggling his body. Right when he says, Ron Kuby. And yeah, he starts wiggling. It's like, I am not comfortable. In, I'm trying to get comfortable. Sleep might be nice, but even that is unattainable right now. Especially considering that he's in the chief of police of Malibu's office. Chief of Police and Mill. 
The Malibu Police Chief's Office would be a better way to say that. And I feel like... Anyway, good bit of acting by Jeffrey. Thank you, Jeffrey. I feel like this is insane that I'm even saying this because we must have mentioned it, but (laughs) Jeffrey Lebowski, Jeffrey Bridges, his character's first name is the same as the actor's first name. Have we said that ever? We might not have. Sometimes they have the same name, like the character and the actor. I remember when I was little, it's like, well, why wouldn't they, because I would encounter it sometimes, like, on the rare occasion, I, you know, I was like six or eight or ten or something, the rare occasion I actually knew the actor's name, I'm like, wait, the actor's name's the same as the character's name. Why don't they always do that? It might make it easier for them to get into character, because it's their name. Just make all of the actors' names the characters' names. So what I'll say is the Coens knew that they were casting Goodman, John, Mm -hmm. and they knew they were casting Buscemi, Steve. Yes. As Walter and Donnie. Yes. They already had written the name Jeffrey Lebowski and they didn't know who they were going to cast yet. So just a fucking coincidence? Well. Yeah, well, and well, and the character that it's supposedly based on is Jeff Dowd. So mm. you got the Jeff going there mm-hmm. too. So it is kind of like correct, a, nicely done. He is Jeff. So we got three right. Jeffs: two real, two real Jeffs, one fictitious Jeff. Well, two fictitious Jeffs and two real Jeffs. If you refer to the titular Lebowski, that's a fictitious the Jeff. The other Lebowski, the millionaire. There's two fictitious Jeffrey Lebowskis, and then there's a real Jeffrey Dowd and a real Jeffrey Bridges. Two fictitiouses, fictitious, and two reals. Right? Wouldn't that be more accurate? Yes. You tell me. More accurate, yes. Okay. I mean, I know there's only three total, like, if you had to, you had your, like, um, realism Ray, and you zap, it would only be three entities, but, you know, in, in the little duality that we live in, there's four. There's four different entities. Anyway, it's his name, so doesn't that make it easier? Wouldn't you want to make it easier on your actors? That's what my eight-year-old to ten-year-old mind was thinking. Why wouldn't you always do that? Right. Well, it doesn't always work, right? Okay got another one i translated the dude's ralph's club card number into a phone number and i called it okay but uh, because i at first i didn't think it was gonna work but it's like i looked at oh wait that is it's three and then three and then four that Mm -hmm. does work Mm -hmm. so i called it and i got like kind of a standard like blah 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 is not available please leave a message so i left a message gave my number you know, I said, this is Sobchak Security. Please give me a call back. And I never heard back from them. So this number, so the way the number is on the card is like a four-digit, three-digit, three-digit. So you yeah, kept the same order. You just kind of... Got to rework the groupings. You kind of so mentally rework the groupings. Right, right. Because you could try doing this, those groupings in reverse also. Oh. What if that works? That would mean there would have to be a 213 area code. Oh, that's interesting. Well, I'm sure there is. Um, I'll do that. I'll do that right now. 
213 area code is Los Angeles. Are you shitting me? Nope. Because the, what is it? The eight, uh, eight, what is it? Eight, um, eight five oh, I believe it was. Eight five oh right. is Pensacola, Florida. Yeah, Tallahassee, it says here. Well, yeah. here, I'm going to call this shit. It's been a while since we did some random dialings. Right. Go. So. Give it a shot. Let's see. Random dialings. Welcome Brad and to. Adam walking the dial. Episode two of Random Dialings. I don't even know. <laughs> and you've got some smooth jazz with your mouth horn. I love it. How do I even bring up the phone? Oh, there it is. Sorry. All right. Here, uh, give it to me. You're going to have to stop mouth horning while you give it to me. 213. <clears throat> um, hold on. I got to bring it back up. It's, it's actually my computer's wallpaper. Is it really? Yeah. Is this your only ID? Exactly. It's the image we used for last episode. Is this your only ID? I liked it so much, I made it my wallpaper. It's pretty nice. It's one of the best ones. So that would be 213. Mm-hmm. Uh, 900. Okay. Hmm. 8503. 8503. I don't like that 900 as the exchange, but we'll see. Yeah. What? That's going to cost 10 cents? Fuck it. I'll spend 10 cents. What does that mean? It's going to cost 10 cents. I don't know. It said 10 cents. That's weird. Nope. Now it says free call. I've never had like a price announced to me as I made a phone call. It says calling. I don't hear any ringing or anything. Well, you, is, but you paid your 10 cents. No, well, now it says free call. So what, what, what says that? If you go. Who's talking to me? If you go, oh shit! Damn it! Okay, if you go and hit the phone icon there, yes, and a little uh, window pops up, and it says name, phone number, and it says next to it zero point one zero with a dollar sign to the left. I just assumed it was gonna. Oh, it's a credit I have. I assumed it was going to charge me 10 cents. But I mean, even I guess. To what? I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I guess, you, are you on some kind of like pay-as-you-go plan or something? I don't know what you're talking about. I hit I, the phone icon, the little window pops up, and it's like, a little 10 cent icon appears over there. Although it didn't actually do anything. On, on Skype? No! On your I'm iPhone? In, sorry. I'm in fucking Gmail, man. Oh, okay. So no, I'm calling you computer. on Skype. I'm not going to have two phone calls going on Skype. Well, I was just, confused. I just assumed you meant the, the iPhone when you said to touch the phone thing. Well, I don't want to... I'm going to try that. No, I got you. you don't... Hey, it's all good. You know it's what? Uh, but I couldn't hear anything anyway. Here, give me the number again. Let me try it one more time. 213? Could... Yeah. 900? 900. 8503? 8503. You got it. You got it. All right. See what happens here. Once again. The number you dialed is not a working number. Please check the number and dial again. El número que marcó no está en servicio. Verifíquelo y márquelo de nuevo. Message 3. MD01UL. Oh, shit. 01UL. Yeah, see, sometimes you get some interesting little uh, Uh, extra tidbits there. Right. I mean, uh, who among us hasn't spent the better portion of our youth calling random numbers and seeing what kind of weird shit we could dig up. Yeah, that's true. 
I mean, maybe that doesn't happen so much anymore now that there's the internet. But yeah, I don't think it does. So that's probably like an old school. That was the all all you got, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the only way as a young person like reach out to the world. You had this phone, you could just type numbers in and see what happens. Well, you're kind of being a shithead, but you're right. That is it. No, that's like exactly. You were locked it. in your home. Yeah. <laughs> what do you use? The telephone. Right. That's connected to the wall that, thank God that they had the little spirally cable that was like 30 feet long when fully stretched out and you would drag it into your room and close the door. Because damn. Well, I won't relay that image. We'll just, let's move on from that. Pretend it never happened. Okay. Okay. Sorry. It's just when, you know, I have the image like burned, like emblazoned (laughs) into my psyche, especially the frontal area of my psyche. And, but you don't, it's not fair to anybody. I'll shut up. We got more to cover here. Um, we're almost through the, (laughs) the revisits. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. All right. We're doing good. We're doing good. Um, okay. So, I have here at 84.31, we see the chief of police of Malibu sitting at his desk, Mm -hmm. and I put this still frame in there. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a weird fucking place to have your telephone, especially in 1991 when your telephone, like we just mentioned, is the only way to reach out to the world. No, it's true. Look at it. It's right on the edge of the, the desk. The phone is right on the edge, like right, right up, on the edge, right up on the edge. On the well, yeah, is that maybe just how you did phones back then? You didn't have if you didn't have a computer at your desk. It was like, well, what are you going to put right there? No, the know. phone is even more important. You have it like it's front and center, so you can easily reach it. You can easily see the buttons and press them. Get me somebody, and get me somebody while I'm waiting. You know, so you can be important and talk on the phone. It's no, it's weird because they wanted the light in here to motivate the bright side of the left side of his face. The window probably wasn't enough, you know, and they wanted this lamp there, this desk lamp. So, like, it was okay that the left side of his face, our right, his left, was so much brighter. If the phone was there, the lamp would have been off the side of the frame. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know you're probably right about that. And it's like, you know what? Eh, fuck it. It's just a phone. He's not going to be on the phone, so screw it. And you could always say, like, maybe the dude shoved it there when he fell on the desk. So, not a big deal. And also, this still frame I put in the document did not capture it for some reason, but there is a fucking computer in the back corner of this office, off to our right. Yeah, I did not notice that, but yeah, it's an old kind of CRT monitor. It's got a keyboard, you know? Well, it's high tech. But they don't, it's obviously over there. Like, the phone is more important than the computer in 1991. Right, he just occasionally goes to that computer to, like, punch punch in his numbers or something like that. Right. It's not like it's just an integral part of his day. Nope. It's like, oh, now is the time of the quarter where I have to do something on this machine. Damn it. I hate this infernal thing. Fucking infernal. Yeah. What is that flag? Ublick. It's what I see behind him. Um, Ublick. What is that? California? 
What about public? You would imagine it says public or republic. The California flag says is says California Republic on it. There you go. It's the California state flag, then, yep. isn't it? Yep. It has a uh, nice work, California Brad. State flag has like a thank you, hey, a Brad. bear and a red stripe, and it says California Republic on it. Nice work. I give you the credit when you deserve it. You got nice mouth horns, and that remember that whole uh, California flag thing. That was nice too. That was pretty good. It's a pretty good job. Um, okay. I also have written down here eighty four thirty one, but I have no idea what that means. So we might be able to move on finally and just blast through the rest of this shit so we can end this hellacious nightmare. Let's do it. All right. Eighty four thirty one. Okay, I got a couple more things. Hang on, let me. I just need to go back to eighty four thirty one and just see if there's. Otherwise, we're gonna have to do a revisit of the revisits. Yeah, I don't want to do that. You That's why want, I'm so. I'm so Adam Ant about doing this. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard that one before. Oh, he knocked the pen off the chief's table, probably. Because then when we go back and we see a reverse shot of the dude, the pen is out of the chief's pen holder. Uh, Although that's not at 8431, but you can see the pen holder is empty. It's at, and you can see it on some of the reverse shots of the chief police, but it's when the dude puts his head down. We kind of tilt down. There's the pen holder. 8455. Pen holder's empty, and I don't see a pen on the desk planner, so I think the dude... You can hear something hit the ground when he comes and knocks some shit off. I think it was the pen. And there's also a weird, like, putty substance uh, on the base of the lamp, the desk lamp there. Oh? A putty substance. Yeah, it looks like it. I can't be sure, but it looks like it. Um, I'm just gonna, it's lightning round time. Uh, the chief of police, whose name is Cole, by the way. Right. Cole. It was only a matter of time. H-L, Cole. Till we got to that little tidbit. His name is Cole. Now, I never knew that. Chief Cole. Chief Cole. Cole makes diamonds, kind of like Cable Ben's steel. So, Cole, he's a hard ass. He makes diamonds. He keeps his community sparkling and clean. Why do you mean he makes diamonds? Because he's a hard ass. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha now. Understand. I understand Cable Ben Steele, Cole makes diamonds. Because he's a hard ass. That's as much as I had there. We'll move on. <laughs> Keep, we're going to move on. We're finished with the revisits. All right. Um, now, here is... An interesting, I don't really have a theory about it, or, like, I don't know why they did it, but at 85.12 to 85.17, as the chief of police is, you know, giving giving the dude the business, Treehorn treats objects like women, Mm -hmm. the chief leans back, says, Treehorn draws a lot of water in this town. Right. And we dolly in, and we get closer. Now, is it just to maintain focus? I don't think, because they're racking focus. 
So why are they... They just don't want him to be so far away. They want to stay close to make what he's saying seem more important. Right. And he's... He's starting to, like, lay down the hammer a little his, bit. like, soliloquy, right? Right, so they move in. They move in. He's giving his serious sp- spiel, which makes it then all the more humorous when the dude gives his flippant response. Right, it's like... I'm going to get through to this guy and tell him I mean business. And that dude's like, I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. <laughs> okay. Right. All right. They move in subtle little move though. He leans back and we move in and he starts his serious talk. All right. Good one. Another, that's two. You're, you're on fire today. It's good, Brad. Nice work. Now, thank you. what about this one? Now look at my second visual aid here. Oh, I see it. Now, what do you think about that? I think that's a a, a, a a very key keen find because if you think about what's happening, like, and so, oh, I'm sorry, we're talking about visual aids that the listener cannot see. But this is a good one. We might actually post this on the Tumblr or something. I think we should. I think we should. But so after the chief gives his soliloquy, well, do you want to say it? Sure. Well, so a couple things happen. The dude, so so the so the uh, the chief gives this whole big big spiel, right, about how he wants to keep his beach community quiet and let me make something plain. I don't like your your gold brick and ass name, your jerk off, whatever, blah blah blah. And I don't like you, jerk off. Do I make myself clear? Of course, the dude who does not react very well to authority, (laughs) responds, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. Right after he gave this this big, long speech. So the chief, well, first he flipping chucks his coffee mug at the dude, hits him in the forehead, (laughs) makes a nice, very, you know, satisfying contact there. It's very clinky. Yeah. And then the the uh, Cole Chief Cole gets up to walk over to the dude, and as he does that, so then he kind of like grabs the dude and throws him onto the floor, kind of pushes him back in his chair, so the dude falls flat on his back onto the floor. Puts but his hat on he, first, though. <laughs> yeah, and he puts his hat on. <laughs> but as he does that, there's this kind of yell, and I'm kind of jumping to another point you made, but it was That's something fine. I noticed too. There was this yell. Well, you know what they call that? They call that a ki. I took karate in college. And when you start an aggressive move, it could be a punch, a kick, anything. You have to like have a noise associated with that kick or punch. And they called that a ki. And it it's individual. You have to like right. make your own ki. And I think mine was ah! It was just a straightforward, like, ah! and I think this is uh, Chief Cole's key eye. Yeah, I think you're right. So there's, but strangely, it's not synced with him. It's egregiously unsynced. So I've actually kind of was torn with the idea, is that supposed to be the dude, the dude yelling? I don't think so. Like, that's what I think at first. It sounds like the chief, but I think my mind has always attributed this yell to the dude, even though... That's not synced up right either because he would like start screaming 
might start yelling after he gets pushed, but the but the the yell kind of is as as it's building up to him pushing him. So it's yeah. just like you say, it's some weird, egregiously unsynced yell. His mouth does not move. Right, you we- hear this yell. Whether it's the chiefs or the dudes, it's unsynced either way. Right, because why would the dudes start screaming? Hmm. I mean, I guess in anticipation of what might happen. But, so this is a long roundabout way to get to the visual aid. We had to build up a little bit, I guess. Yeah, a little bit. So he pushes the dude onto the floor, and there's this shot of the dude falling back flat on his back onto the floor. Now, his hands are up covering his face because he just got nailed in the forehead by the coffee mug. Mm-hmm. So his hands are up like, kind of covering his, his eyes and forehead and even his cheeks. Really, you just kind of see his nose and his like, mouth area, like his nose and his goatee. It's kind of all you see of his face. And as you've pointed out here brilliantly, um, that is not Jeff Bridges. That is not him. That is not him. And I've never noticed it. I never really thought about it. Even watching for this minute, I did not notice it. But you're right. That is not him. That is a presumably a stunt double because, again, he's falling backwards uh, onto the ground. Well, may I tell you what his name is? Yeah, let's go for it. Lloyd Catlett. Lloyd Catlett. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And I only know this because of our textbook that, again, you've never read. Nope. nope. You would know these. Th- I mean, you wouldn't know this scene, but you would know. Not like you don't know. Like, we all know that people have stunt doubles. Right. There's, there's dangerous shit. And when you. And that's what occurred to me. It's like when the chief comes over and shoves him down, I'm like, you know, even if they have. Um, like a protective mat there, which they do for a lot of people and they're willing to do their own stunts. There's a mat and they get, you know, shoved over, but it's the second shot where he hits the ground. Right. Yes. There's no, like the carpet might be soft, but like he is falling down and. Right. And they might have something weird, like matting, like taped to the back of his head or something that you can't see. Some type of Hollywood stunt magic. I don't really know. But that's for the stunt man to know how to use, you know. Exactly. Because it's, again, it's a dangerous thing. You're not going to put Jeff Bridges in that that position. And I might adjust the visual aid, but if you look at the shot when the dude says, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. And if you look at the point of his V-neck, his purple V-neck, where it exposes Mm -hmm. his chest, right? Where the sweat stain or possibly vomit or drool stain is dripping down, but right where his chest is, right there at the point. And then when he hits the ground after he gets thrown there, and if you look at the amount of chest hair he has, boom. Look at all the, it's He's like he's wearing a sweater, like Richard Dreyfus in Jaws. You know what? Right, You're wearing a yeah, sweater. Is, you're right. That's a good point. Well, is it a good point? It or is. Can I I, I, I don't... You gotta pause it. Just it's a quick shot. It's hard to see the chest hair on the on the stunt double it's, because of the way, and that might be why the V neck is like all disheveled in a weird way. Which I thought you were gonna just say how the V neck didn't quite match. No, no, it's this. He's got a shit ton of hair there. But really, that aside, the goatee 
is really what sells it. But I, in fact, I just noticed the chest hair now. But the goatee is what sells it because sells the dude the fact that they're not the same. You mean correct? The dude has gray, especially in the chin part of his goatee, but also a little bit in his mustache. And it's like his chin part is very full, but gray. And then when he hits the floor, the stunt double, whose name I already forgot, was Lloyd, uh, Lloyd Catlett. Lloyd Catlett. Catlay? I don't know. Catlay? Catlay? He's got a little bald spot right where his butt chin would be. I have a little butt chin. He's got a little bald spot right where his butt chin would be, and it's not quite as thick, and he doesn't have nearly as much gray, if much at all. Maybe a little bit. And just the fact that he's just, you know, if this was Jeff Bridges, it's he'd just have not the same screen guy. time. It's just not the same it's guy. It's just not the same body type. It's, it's covering his face. The beard is different. It's not the same body type. He's got more chest hair. But it's a quick shot. You don't really notice. Yeah, like I said, I've never noticed it. But once you point it out, it's kind of crazy. We're kind of ruining the movie for everybody. Well, yeah, the, it's um, not. No, you know what? I'm. That's not the point, though. The point is how much work it takes to make something so amazing because a simple thing like, oh, no big deal. We're just going to like flip your chair over and we're going to throw you on the floor. Well, you know, no, you're not going to. I would never do that in a movie unless I hired somebody whose only job was to know how to do that in a way that they didn't get hurt. Right. You know? So it's just that that's another person they have to hire just for this seemingly simple scene. I'm not ruining yeah. the movie. It's it's even better, you know, right? because this isn't like I'm jumping off a building. I'm driving a car and flipping it over and it's going to explode. This is a simple scene that you kind of almost forget. The po- chief of police comes and throws the chair over. No big. He just tips it over. No big deal. Well, there's another person. There's some training. We got to rehearse this so nobody gets hurt, you know. Attention to detail. It's awesome. It's fucking awesome. Right. Well, and speaking of attention to detail, did they have to... All the plaques and signs and pictures on the back wall? Well, not that, but the fact that when they wrote this, okay? So they wrote this up. They had a script. Yeah. And in it, maybe presumably, it's called for the chief... Of police to throw the coffee mug at the dude, which now he's covering his face. So now when he tips the chair over, his you can tell that it's a stunt double. If he did not throw that coffee mug, they'd be in a bit of a pickle over how to do that shot. So well, that's they, fucking were interesting. They man, already planning this out in their mind as they were just sitting like at their desk doing nothing but writing. They were like, okay. The chief comes and knocks Lebowski over. Oh, but we can't really do that. We need a stuntman. Okay, so but what if he was covering his face because he got like hit in the head first? All right, let's write that in. Do you know in The Lord of the Rings, and you might not know this because I know you don't really read. Well, I mean, you read, but on the level of like a seventh or eighth grader. But Right, I read BuzzFeed. I do not read books. That's true. You don't read Lord of the Rings. Never read that shit. But there's a moment in there where, um, you know, Frodo and company, Frodo and Sam basically, and Gollum following along behind, even though they don't know it yet, have reached Mount Doom and they're 
they're teetering over the edge. He's about to throw the ring into the fire and destroy it forever. And um, Sauron's power will be forever extinguished. You know, his flame will go out once the, because he put so much of his power into the ring and he's teetering on the edge and Gollum comes and he bites off the finger. And as like Gollum is biting off Frodo's finger, because Frodo decides he's going to take the ring and, you know, spoiler alert, all of this, I guess. But, and then Gollum's like falling down into the fire, but he's loving it. And the eye, which was out like focused on the battle because, you know, it's like a distraction, classic distraction technique, like the A-team used to always use or MacGyver. They have this big battle. So Sauron's eye is focused on that. It's like all of a sudden at the last minute, the eye turns around and the magnitude of his own folly was revealed to him in a blinding flash because he really like his, his own, the eye Sauron's eye his hubris was revealed to him. And he'd been so like cocksure of himself, like nothing can get through my fortress, especially not these two little halflings. I'm focused on the big army and I'm going to wipe them out. Look at me, Mr. Big man. That's how I feel right now. Because I think you're right. I think that, yes, the Coen brothers were sitting around and they were like, wait, we can't throw Jeff Bridges down. Right. Or whoever the actor is going to be. Maybe they didn't this, know. They're thinking of the feasibility of how they could actually shoot it. So we need to have a way to cover that. So we'll have the guy throw a mug at his head so we can cover his face. And that way we can get away with this like one, like two second long physical gag. Jesus. And I think that's what people mean when they say like, yes, they've thought of everything. <sighs> and I'll, like, I'm like sitting up here all smugly, like pointing out these little things. And it's like, right. I don't know shit. Well, they did think of everything, and they do have an attention to detail, except in this very sequence we're talking about, there's a horrible, it seems to me at least, and you can maybe confirm or disconfirm this, but like, there's a horrible place where the action does not match. Um, how, what is it? So the chief throws the coffee mug. The dude has both hands up on his head. Next shot, it's behind the dude, and the chief is putting his hat on. The dude only has one hand up. Um, and then as the chief knocks him over, as he's falling backwards, he puts the other hand up to his face. All right, I'm going to play the Brad's advocate here, but I think the shot from behind the dude, you can't tell for sure if his right hand is on his face or not. Well, you can tell. Granted, maybe you can't tell, except, I mean... When they shoot, his other hand is like so far up there. There is no way you wouldn't be able to see it. Like, if you just look at those two things, they just don't match. Like, his right hand, which is the hand in question, is like on top of his left hand as they cut. And then on the other shot, you only see his left hand up on his forehead. And it's even like in kind of a different position. Like, it just doesn't match. Yeah. Okay. Just doesn't match at all. Sure. But. I'll say this, they shot it, the reverse shot from behind the dude, well, um, Lloyd Towlett, Loist, Lloyd, Lloyd Towlett, Loist Towlett, they shot Loist Towlett in a way from behind him the best they could to 
match it because I think what oh, happens sure. is Leon Rusum or whatever the fuck his name is comes and like he probably they probably grab hands for him to throw him over. So like mm. Lois Talley can like manage the fall a little bit and probably use his right arm as sort of like a piston to like absorb some of the blow and so he can control the fall so it's not too terrible. That's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. I mean you're right. It it doesn't match, but like that's not too bad. Again, it's because, something that I never quite noticed. But it's not like you can see his right hand anywhere else. You True. you can notice that it's not on top, but you don't notice it like hanging out to the side or anything. You don't see right. it. You just right. don't see it and you should see it. Yeah. So and, and eh. seeing if you just look at his left hand, his left hand just doesn't match really. The whole thing no. doesn't match. Like it just seems like the posture, the hand placement, it just doesn't match. No, it doesn't. Like but his it's head not... is full forced back. His head is kind of tilted back, like ow. And then when it cuts, he's kind of le- leaned forward, kind of like oh, like he's kind of like nursing something that just that like yeah, it just doesn't match. It's all oh well. It's only yeah. like the like fortieth shot we found that didn't match the fortieth cut. But well, no shot ever matches because well, they didn't true. actually happen in sequence. Right. You know, unless you're unless shooting you're a shooting soap two opera. cameras, it'll never <laughs> right. actually match. Right. True. So true it's enough. just it's all fakery and it's just the like level that one, of, of the match. Yeah, and I think this one, yeah, maybe it's not their top ten to fifteen percent, but I don't think it's in the bottom fifty percent. Oh, I think it's 50%. definitely in the bottom fifty percent. I don't know, man. There's a whole hand that's in a different place. A whole body is leaning. Like, I mean, if it didn't <sighs> cut from one to the other, like it cuts directly. Like if it did something weird, like cut and then had to pan over to see him, like it would be fine. Like, yeah, it just cuts and he's just in a whole different posture, whole different everything. Do you think Cole's pen that's in his left breast pocket is the one that's supposed to go in his desk planner pen holder? He does have a pen there. Don't know the answer to that. Could be. He does have a whistle. Well, right. The whistle, and it snaps onto his right breast pocket flap, but it goes then attached to a rope that goes up over his shoulder, his right shoulder. Does that go around his neck? Where does that attach to then? Yeah, I'm not really sure. That's his most dangerous weapon that he's but wearing, again, by the way, is his whistle. That's things you need as a tool of the trade, right? A whistle. A whistle. You know, coaching 14 and under girls basketball, I could have used a hell of a fucking whistle. That would have come in really handy. I did not have one. That seems like something you might... Coaches usually have a whistle, don't they? Yeah, they they usually do. Well, I bought the little playboard with the dry erase marker, and then I would take, like, snacks, sodas and chips and candy bars and lollipops and all the terrible shit, and then... If we had a good practice, I'd let them pick one out. He uses the term gold bricking, Brad. He does. Well, that's in next minute. What, gold bricking? Yeah, he doesn't say gold bricking. Oh, damn it. But he does say gold bricking. Oh, I missed it by two seconds. Okay. Which which I guess we can save it. I have a gold bricking comment, but we'll save it for next episode. We'll save it. We'll save it. Um, So, uh, one more thing. Um... It's not true. It's not true. So many more things. But I just want to say, and this kind of gets in the next minute, but 
So it was nighttime when he got kicked out of Jackie Treehorn's nighttime when the cops picked him up. Is it nighttime or daytime? Remember last episode, we, we kind of were saying it was, uh, but it was like uh, daytime. We could see the light slatting through. There's office activity going on. It's not like, you know, 10 o'clock at night. I think the, it's still nighttime here. Why is there so much activity in the... Because he's at Jackie Cause, Treehorn's party, and it's night. It's September. It doesn't get dark that station. early. They're like 24-7 operations, especially in Malibu. It's a quiet little beach community, Brad. that maybe the chief would be there. He would not be there. Now, maybe he got called in because the dude got called in, but like, no, there's phones ringing and this office yeah. chatter. But is I mean, it dark outside, outside the windows? It's supposed to look like nighttime. Is it? Then why are, are there all these? I mean, I know what you mean. There's blackness in the distance. Yeah, there's but no I think, sky. That you're, there'd be a sky there instead of just blackness. Like I you think see it's those buildings. Just, okay, I I get it. I think w- what happened was they shot it at night, but they wanted it to look like daytime because they have all this golden light glinting in. They got like golden sunshiny colored light glinting through the shades like where, casting... where do you see that okay i mean behind I, the I, dude i see it in a lot of places i see it on the left side of the chief's face i see it glinting off the bushes outside i see it t- just to the right of the coffee pot behind the chief like the light coming in and like casting you know that little shade there shadows is on light there. coming in i know and it's the like window Here's it's a light outside, blah blah blah. But if it was supposed to be nighttime, they wouldn't make it that color. It would be a paler blue color. It doesn't look like sunshine color to me. What color does it look like? It, it looks is like it, a, is it pale like a, blue? It looks like a like a like a street lamp color. Brad. Listen, I don't trust anything you say when it comes to like <laughs> visuals on whatever you probably shouldn't. Well, but Even look, though, aren't we looking at the same fucking copy of this movie? But, but look at, so look at the scene when he goes and like puts his hat on. Like behind him is the window and it's just blackness out there. I understand in the distance it's black. I not am not saying it's distance. not night. I'm saying it is night, but I'm saying the cones are trying to pass it off like it's daytime now. Look at the reverse shot of the dude. Look at the background. If it's night... You don't have all this light spilling in all gloriously through the shades like this. You would motivate this by like a tabletop lamp or an overhead light, but instead it's spilling it. All of the light is spilling in from the outside. I just, if, if they did in fact want it to be night, even though it actually is night, if they wanted it to look like night, they fucked up here. I think they were trying to go for a daylight look. Uh, Deacons, I'm sorry, buddy. But I think you fucked this one up. I just can't agree. How? I think it's nighttime and it's supposed to be nighttime. The only question is... What's all this glinty gold light? shadows from the blinds are the only thing that's a little weird. And it's just going to have to be that there's a... Did uh, you... It's like, yeah, there, there's some, for whatever reason, there's like a... <laughs> it's very bright out there, right? Like the... um. The shadows from the, the parking park. did you lot, look super illuminated, whatever. Did you look at the shot of the dude and look at the background? No, I when see he it. said, I'm not listening. It's not just the blinds. It's this intense shadows of like uh, the door jams and all the slats and like 
And it's not, if this was supposed to be night, that would be tinted faintly blue. That says night. Instead, it's warm, like daylight balance. Shit. It's, it's warm. Nighttime light is cool. And it, you don't have to overdo it. It doesn't have to be crazy. But this is deliberately warm. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. The temperature I mean, is I mean, a little I'm, off, but it also doesn't look like daylight to me. You're right. It could be a little cool. It should be a little cooler. But just it a should tad. be cooler. Not a tad. It should be a lot cooler. It should be nighttime. There should be pools of light because most of the light should not be coming from outside. And this office is not illuminated by one little desk lamp, which is right. all we well, see in this shop. Well, there could be some ceiling light or something. Although, look at... There could be, but there's not. When the dude is um, getting kicked, so when the, the chief is kicking, and you yeah. see all those plaques behind him, look at the ones on the right and the weird shadows on them. Well, they're angled again. They're but angled again to avoid reflections, probably, of the crew and directors yeah but like the way the shadow is like up and to the right like there's a lamp below below them right well you need some light on the chief's face so how are you gonna get that there's a light down there otherwise it would be blocked by his hat so that's why that happens and you can see it on the left side of his face there like obviously his right our left that's bright coming from the daylight outside the windows and then the middle of his face like you can look there's a line down the center of his nose dark and then just on the right side our right of the left side of his face it gets a little brighter more towards the front of the kick you see when he turns to his right you can see it's a little and that's yeah it's a light kind of on the floor pointing up soft nice soft light not too bright but yeah, otherwise, the entire left side of his face would be in total shadow. It's just a lot of work, Brad. I just... Ah, yeah. I have a link here. We don't need to talk about it, but there's a compendium of, compendium of tropes used in Big Lebowski. Okay, that would we be could, good to review. Yes. Um, it's... When they say compendium, they mean compendium. Um, right, and, and they're somewhat uh, exhaustive. It's exhaustive. Um, and there's a head-to-head, Akira Kurosawa versus John Whipple. Who will win? And I have three question marks, because I really don't know who's a better filmmaker. So if you want to find out, follow that link. And then before right. we started recording, my audio recorder wasn't working, and it has one of those little black covers where you take the AA batteries out. You have to kind of get your fingernail under the little tab and lift it up, and then it flips open. And then you can access the batteries. And I thought it was going to be attached on the other side, like a little hinge that would stay in there, but it wasn't. It just comes out, and it fell in my plate of tacos into the sour cream and just kind of stuck there. And then I took it out, and I licked all the sour cream off, and then I put it back in. All right. Yeah, it's best just to do that and just, just you know, just move on. Move on. Just move on up. Move on up. Let's be done now, but we need, Brad, we need, we need to give a shout out. First, to B. Riley, who asks, whatever happened to Camilo Pasquale? That guy was great, had some real insights. Knew his stuff on private investigations. Bring him back pronto, and please mention this in your next episode. 
I have naked photos of Julianne Moore to send in return. I don't know who this B. Riley is, but um, that sounds like extortion to me. Uh, And already it's been like three episodes since we got this message. So we waited too long anyway. So they're probably out there somewhere. Although I don't think so, because Julianne Moore will not submit to nudity. She had a fake butt in that scene. She would not have nudity. She had a press. When she came flying down from the rafters in her well, harness. She, we've talked about this before. She's definitely done nudity in other movies. What movies? Have we? Yes. What? Well, she was famously full frontal in Shortcuts, Robert Altman's short, Shortcuts. I don't watch his movies. That was kind of the, 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 the nude scene that, I, I don't know. I, want, I don't know if it launched her career, but it was it's definitely one of those. It was a very talked about thing. Cause she gave what a bastard you are. This incredibly you have to take emotional. your shirt off to launch a career? Well, what she had to do That's was deliver shitty, this. Man. She delivered this uh, really emotional, um, you know, seriously dramatic scene. This seriously delivery where she's talking, going on and on. But the whole time she's doing it, she's naked from the waist down like she had it she took her pants off to like iron them or something and well, then something happens and she's like oh you know what blah 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 and so the whole time she's doing it with no pants on no pants on or no shirt on no pants on so you saw her vagina but not her breasts e- well yes i mean vagina uh, might be too much of a technical term she flipped the script but it was how there. do you know it was not a prosthetic vagina because i have it on good authority she does not do nude scenes maybe after that she was like what about all the scenes in boogie nights is she ever showing her breasts yeah well i'd have to go back to see if it's possibly a body double i feel like that is not the case though there's yeah i feel like that's again like the dude stunt double it just goes through and you don't realize it but right i'd have so i guess i don't know for sure but i'm that's interesting there's even some other things in there there's some other stuff i can't quite recall but i feel like she does that a lot but i could be wrong okay so this was 98 boogie nice was 97 when was shortcuts previous to all that i believe so maybe she was over it she's like i have arrived i don't need to like right take true. my clothes off anymore to get that notoriety as well she shouldn't god damn it as much as we might like yeah, it this is shortcuts 1993 yeah it's way back there anyway i don't you know i he's he makes movies god bless him not too into it. You know, who did he do? Um, oh, what was the fucking movie? Gosford Park. Did he do that? I don't think. Uh, I don't know. Let me see. Maybe. Well, yeah. Fucking got, Robert. Alt- Man, I hated that movie. We uh, we've gotten to the point where we're. Uh, Googling All right. Well, stuff. here. All right. We're done, though. But we got you. Well, I think you start. We got to give a shout out. We got to give a shout out. I think we had to do that in the beginning of the next one. We can't bury it at the end. No, you're right. Don't bury the lead. He is such a committed listener. I have no doubt he would listen to the end of this episode to hear it. True. No, you're right. You know who you are. We're going to have to make you wait one more episode because I think we got to launch with with this. We got to give this guy a place of honor. He'll be looking ahead. You know, because he, he's starting from the beginning, I think, episode one, working his way through. Yeah. So it's like he's catching up. But he's gone through like 20 episodes in like five days. So 
Right, so it's like a scene from Pirates of the Caribbean when you're looking back and you see the black sail coming up on the horizon, you know? But it's just like, it's getting closer and closer and we're just standing there on the poop deck. Next time on Gutterballs. Man, come on, I had a rough night and I hate the fucking eagles, man.